Heather. Welcome to The Beautiful Messy Show, a podcast for women who want to believe, behold, and become all God's created them to be in whatever season of life. I help women learn to live a faith-filled and fueled life. On this show, I will give you biblical perspectives for every season of life and mindset reset strategies for everyday life. So let's begin and learn how to find the message in the messy. Well, hello, beautiful sisters, and welcome back to the beautiful, messy show. Guess what? We are in season nine, episode two. If you've been here at HB Women's Ministry, you know here on the podcast that our seasons represent our Bible studies. So we are in season nine, and this Bible study is called Soul Detox, and we are in episode two. So if you want to listen to the first episode of season nine, I'll leave it right down in the show notes, and it tells you a little bit about what we're going to learn in the next three weeks. Something else that's also very helpful is grabbing the matching workbook that I have provided for the Spiritual Detox Bible Study. So that's definitely helpful. I believe in a spiritual rhythm and routine. I believe in waking up and just getting in the routine of jumping into God's Word, hearing from God, and watching how His voice wants to speak over your life. And so we use our Bible studies, our themes. So when I say theme, the theme for this next Bible study is spiritual detox. Every single week in the Bible study, we have a certain theme that's going to help us with the overall uh, theme for the whole month. And so what I want to talk to you about in this episode specifically are five ways to help cleanse your mind and your spirit. Like, what is something that you can be thinking about? And again, these podcasts are just to help you, just to give you some extras. I love, 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 love listening to podcasts and and gaining extras anywhere I can. If I'm laying out by the pool, if I'm on my morning walk, if I'm driving in my car, I love listening to podcasts when I'm making dinner. I always have my notebook with my notes laid out, and I just jot some notes out on my pages. And if I don't have my notebook by me, I open my phone notes in my phone and I'll jot a few things down from a podcast that I'm listening to. So please take advantage of that as you listen and maybe take these five things that I'm going to share with you today and put them in your notes for today. You'll see in week one, Wednesday says podcast day. And I gave you some also some verses to look up for today too. So those are all on your daily pages. I'll leave the daily pages and the spiritual workbook for this month in the show notes below because that really, really helps with everything that you're learning. Um, So again, we have like a little routine here. Every Wednesday is podcast. This podcast always matches whatever we are doing in our uh, spiritual notebooks. Again, you can still listen to the podcast without doing um, the notebook, but it just helps. I I love having my journal with me. So let's jump in to today's episode and talk about five ways, five ways to cleanse our mind and spirit. So really, it's a spiritual detox, five ways for a spiritual detox. So I'm sure, sure, many of you have seen and heard of people participating in the life changes or the diets that are called detox. Um, And, you know, detox, what is detox designed to do? 
Detox is designed to push all of the bad, crummy, yucky stuff out of your body, and then you're going to put some good stuff in its place. That's detox. So spiritual detox, kind of the same thing. It consists of um, a few specific things, and I'm going to talk about the specific spiritual things that you can do to help you push out and bring in. Amen? I think think that's good stuff right there. Um, So I had this thought one day, Uh, while I was scrolling through social media and seeing all of the diets and the fads, because who doesn't look at the diets and the fads that are on TikTok and all these people that are partaking in these diets and these exercises and oh, the detoxes to just get everything right. Like that person has the next best thing, right? Um, But as I'm watching that, what about what matters most? Our spirits. What about that? Now, I'm not, I'm not implying that your physical health is not important, but how often do we think about our temples, which is where the Holy Spirit lives? In 1 Corinthians 6.19, it says, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not, you are not your own? So our spiritual health is just as important. Our spiritual self-care is just as important. But do we hear people raving all about that on TikTok? Right? No. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about spiritual toxins because they they can be taken in by scrolling through social media. Spiritual toxins can come through bad communication, no communication at all, stressful environments, school, colleges, your workplace, just bad stuff. Bad stuff can be released and brought into our bodies, brought into our conscience. And then that affects our spiritual health. So today, I want to share a few tips to help you perform a spiritual detox. Are you ready? All right. Number one, Choose your method of detox. Matthew 17, 21. So here's an extra verse to think about says that, how be it this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. So how be it this kind go out, go out, but by prayer and fasting. So when we physical detox, there are certain things that we need to do in our diet to push things out. Well, when we do true spiritual detox, there's times where physical just like physical fasting, you've heard that new TikTok that's fasting, that 18-hour fasting. Did you know that there is a spiritual fasting? So maybe you're going to fast a couple hours. Or think about this. When you do your spiritual rhythm and routine in the morning, you are fasting from social media. You're fasting from doing housework. You're fasting from rushing into your day. You are setting Time aside with prayer. That's like fasting. You're pushing everything else aside, and that is your spiritual rhythm and routine. How is that method working for you? That is something that I want to always stress here. 
I, we're going into week two in the ministry, um, year two in the ministry, and we have done the same thing every single month. I prepared workbooks, so we get up, we get into a spiritual rhythm and routine. That little method right there is detox. It's fasting and creating this routine in the morning to just set everything aside, open up your pages, read, look at keywords, key principles, writing some things down, application, and just asking the Lord to release the bad stuff and fill us with His voice. So choose your method. What is your method? What is your spiritual rhythm and routine? Number two, how are you putting more good stuff in? More good stuff. Just like when we detox physical in our bodies and we have to put better stuff in, you know, supplements and different things like that. I just had my nurse here this past week and we did the, we did vitamin infusions, IVs, and we put more vitamin Bs in, more Ds in, more things to help us with our sinuses and our allergies to flush out the toxins with our physical health. And same thing, what good stuff are you putting in? How are you reading the Bible, the Word of God, so it can resonate in your spirit? The reason I prepare these monthly um, workbooks for you is so that you can see things through a visual, that you can hear and take in the Word of God, and that that, that, my sister, will affect your thoughts and your attitudes. When your attitudes and your thoughts are affected, those little ingredients that you're taking in can transform your marriage, can transform your dreams, your next decision. Um, You can make the next right decision. Um, It'll help you in your relationships. It'll help you with your overall attitude. So think about Philippians 4.8. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if they're by any virtue and if they're by any praise, think on these things. So put more good stuff in. Number three, it may seem, um, though this isn't a factor, but unforgiveness. Number three, unforgiveness. Now we're going to get to this a little bit more on a detox day. I think it's in week two, but unforgiveness is going to affect your spirit. It's something that we have to detox because it it will cripple you. Holding grudges, holding strife, holding anger. We have no business harboring that. So I'm asking you a really hard question today. This might be your only question. Are you refusing to forgive? And why? That is a spot. You know that spot page that's in your um, workbooks this month? Name the spot that you are holding on to and let it go. Put the spot down. What are you refusing to forgive? In Mark eleven twenty six, it says, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel, quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. I'm sorry, that's actually Colossians 3, 13. Mark eleven twenty six is, but if ye do not forgive, neither will your father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. Mark eleven twenty six. So think about Mark eleven twenty six 26 and Colossians 3, 13. How is unforgiveness affecting your spirit? That is a spiritual detox. Maybe God is showing you right today that you need to focus on unforgiveness in that certain area, that, that person that hurts you. This could be going back years 
You have no business harboring that because God wants to do something amazing. Yesterday, we specifically talked, we specifically talked about um, celebrating your surrendered spots, celebrating your surrendered spots because God wants to do something amazing. He has plans to prosper you. He has a hope in a future. You are his workmanship prepared. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I know that we have all walked through some hard seasons and those hard seasons may not have allowed us to live our best life, that top dog life that we talked about in day one. But listen, God will shape whatever went on in your life and he will benefit benefit it for others and for you. So you have to have that leadership perspective. You have to have that hope in the future. You have to know that God's works are marvelous no matter what. So if we know that, then we should not be harboring unforgiveness. We should let it go and ask God to work. Number four, prayer is to the spirit as exercise is to the body. Prayer keeps you going and refreshed. Amen. First Thessalonians 5.17, super simple verse, pray without ceasing. And a lot of people will say, Pastor Heather, what does prayer without ceasing mean? It looks like this. If you really want to know how my morning goes, I'll get up and I'll be like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the sunshine. I know it's going to be 100 degrees today, but thank you. Thank you for my friendships. Thank you for a day to be home. Thank you for a day that I can just pray about you know certain things. Thank you for the um, workbook that I have in front of me and the words of from uh, the truth that I'm going to look up. Thank you that you're going to speak to me. Thank, the, thank, thank you that you're already going to be taking care of my kids. Thank you for taking away from the anxiety in my head that I want to control my kids. Thank you for working through that. It's a conversation. So honestly, my husband will say, who are you talking to? A lot of times I'll be in the kitchen. I'll be making dinner. I'm out in the garden. I'm having a conversation with my special friend, the Holy Spirit. I'm having a conversation. I'm always talking. I'm talking to somebody. And my husband laughs all the time. So pray without ceasing is just talking, talking to God. What are you going through right now? Maybe your husband was diagnosed with something and, and it's, it's, it's hurting you. Maybe you're going through something and it's just hurting you. I know one of my close friends on Instagram that I've followed for several years um, woke up, woke up, and that day had no idea that she was going to get a phone call from the police department that her mom and dad, who love motorcycles, were in a serious motorcycle accident and her mom made it and her dad did not. And... They're doing an autopsy on her dad now because he veered off and they don't know what happened. He was 75. What happened? She's like, my parents were in perfect health. They loved each other. They loved the Lord. They were just over and they were simply out on their evening ride. And her life has completely changed and her mama's life has completely changed. So she is just praying without ceasing. She's praying without ceasing. And I remember yesterday, yesterday in our Bible study, if you have the workbook, yesterday we were talking about celebrating your surrendered spots. Sometimes that's your hurt. Sometimes that's your fear of moving on. Like, what is mom going to do living without dad now? These were some of her things. And I couldn't think of um, I couldn't think of anything better, but then the verse that we were studying yesterday, I was like, I'm going to send her this verse. And it was Psalm 73, 26. And it says, my flesh and my heart fail, 
but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Things in life are going to fail us. Our loved ones are going to pass before us. Accidents are going to happen. Sickness is going to set in. People are going to fail us and hurt us. But this verse says that God is my strength. He is my portion forever. People will fail, but God will not. And so praying and just thanking God for that. Thank you, God, that you are going to strengthen me. Thank you that you're my portion. Thank you. So just praying through that weak moment and talking it back out helps so much. It detoxes all the worry. It detoxes all the fear. It detoxes all the pain. Grieving and weeping are fine. It's part of life. But the enemy is not going to keep us trapped. The enemy is going to keep us moving and exercising in our body. Number five, stay away from bad stuff. Stay away from bad stuff. I love that, especially me. Um, I, you know, I definitely believe in detoxing and taking care of my body. I feel so much better when I'm in my weight window and when I'm working out. But man, I have a hard time staying away from those Doritos. And some people, they can just, they are awesome at it. But I have to really work at it. I have to look at my goals. I have to write my affirmations down. I need to have a little calendar in front of me. I have to have a rhythm and routine that helps me make a conscious effort to remain healthy. That's me personally. Same thing. That is why I prepare these work studies for you because it gives you accountability. The Bible study gives you accountability. Everything that I do during the week keeps us accountable so we can make a conscious effort to get in our work and remain spiritually healthy. In 1 Thessalonians 5.22, write this down too, sisters. It says, abstain from all appearance of evil. So here's the thing. If that says that in the word of God, abstain from all appearance of evil, toxic bondage is a choice. Yes, it is. You've got to learn to say no to what is toxic, to friendships that are toxic, the people, where they want you to go, where they want you to hang. There are toxic choices and those choices will keep you in bondage. So in Galatians 5.1, we're going to end with this verse, stand fast, therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free and do not get entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And when I think about that word there, it says, but be not entangled again, but be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. I know what bondage felt like in my past. I know what it felt like. I know where my husband and I were hanging. I know who we were hanging with. I know the things that we were choosing to do. And when we decided to abstain from that, there was liberty, there was freedom, there was a spiritual detox, there was a spiritual feeling, there was happiness, there was joy, there was peace, there was purity. Oh my goodness, I know the difference. And when you feel that difference, when Christ has come and helped you abstain from certain things, and you've detoxed and you decided to stay away, and you begin to exercise your spirit properly and nourish it properly and let go, you realize that the enemy sneaks in these toxins again and that detoxing is necessary. It's, it's, it's an aspect of all of our lives, physical and spiritual. So we need to start over and over and over again. As you do your Bible studies every single morning, you're choosing a method, which was number one, 
That method helps you detox. It gets you into prayer. It gets you into moving in the spirit, hearing the spirit. It's helping you put more good stuff in. The Bible is good stuff because the Bible is what's going to help you resonate. It's going to help you make a decision. It's going to help you see your life wheel. It's going to speak to you over things that are going in your life wheel. It's going to tell you to be still and know that I am God, even though things may be hard. It's going to let you know that God's going to comfort you and he's going to strengthen you and that he is your portion even when life is failing you. That was yesterday's verse. I'm holding on to that. Think about your unforgiveness. Think about prayer is to the spirit as exercises to the body and think about how are you staying away from bad stuff? Is this new Christian walk new and you just still feel this tug of war going on? Like, I love those friends. We have fun at night. You can still have those friends. You can still go out. Just be careful. Be careful to what could be a stumbling block and push you over. And when you're being pushed in the wrong direction, you're not making conscious efforts anymore. The Holy Spirit isn't nudging you anymore. And then all of a sudden, you kind of get into this entangled bondage and you don't feel anymore. And you try to stay away from the truth because you don't like it, because it makes you feel like you have to make some changes and some choices. And that's true. It's a choice. We have to make a choice a conscious effort. But with that, with that, when you do make those conscious efforts, think about week one, day one, we talked all about living an elevated life. We talked all about living the blessed life and God is going to help you really live and really possess and really understand security and honor and authority. This all belongs to you when you really, really pursue and make a conscious effort, you begin to live that top dog life. You really, really live. And that's called elevated living. That's why we have a giraffe for the theme this month, because that giraffe can see way above. It can see predators. It can see the food that it needs. And God wants you to see everything ahead. And he wants to direct you. He wants you to have elevated living. So I pray that you loved today's podcast. Um, I pray that it helps you um, separate from the things of the world, the toxins of the world. And I pray that it's teaching you to choose your way, choose truth. So each step will bring you closer to God's will. Amen. All right. I love you, ladies. Thanks so much for being a part of today's show. And I will see you next week. Again, still season nine, but it will be episode three. Blessings. And don't forget to grab your spiritual rhythm and routine workbook down in the show notes. Bye-bye, beautiful sisters. Lost again, going back around. Dreaming of a time when I get things right. Lost in the shadows of a million stars Shouldn't they enlighten my near and far Shouldn't they at all just tell me
Halfway home. Halfway. Home. 